Okay, welcome to a very special episode of The Generalists. This is not one of our numbered episodes. This is to coincide with the most wonderful time of the year. A little bit delayed because of COVID, but the most wonderful time of the year for us is the beginning of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. So it's starting on Saturday and we're releasing this on Friday. So all you guys listening get to have a good primer into the playoffs. So we're really excited about this. I'm joined by Eli and Paul, the regulars, but we have two extremely special guests. They are Corey Camilleri and Scott Corbett, also known as the next Don Cherry and Rum McLean. Corey, Scott, how are you guys? Uh, good, boys. Good. Like how are you guys? Was. Thanks for having us. Yeah, spoiler alert, Corey, you're Don Cherry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. Eh? I, yeah, that was without saying. Yeah, Scott, you're gonna be you're gonna be on the air a lot longer than Corey. My <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> pun oh, game facts. is, is <laughs> as tight as Ron's too, so I'm good. So Corey is a former coach and very good hockey player and NHL aficionado, and Scott is also a former very good hockey player, not a coach though, and uh, he's an NHL oh. aficionado as well. So we wanted to bring him Coach's on and have a, a pretty good podcast. What's that, Scott? Coach Killer, if anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your dad, <laughs> your dad does look like Bruce Boudreaux, so. Yeah, it's true. I was gonna, I was gonna say, Eclectic is uh, standard of good isn't uh, isn't pretty high if if we're both classified as very good hockey players. Uh, well, but... yeah, I mean, we we try to bring in Kevin Bieksa and and other guys, but uh, we had to settle for you too. We're still yeah. waiting to hear back. They're gonna pick up any day now. <laughs> That's all right. We'll we'll stick with guys who have good takes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I like Bieksa, but anyways. I like, yeah, I was just about to say, mm -hmm. I like him. He's hilarious. He has, uh, I mean, I hated him on Vancouver looking with that bucket. He looked just looked like an idiot, but That's he's it. great on Hockey Night in Canada. <laughs> I do enjoy him. So how excited are you guys? Honestly, super excited. Just because the Leafs, I feel like it's finally, they've built a team where it's like, all right, this is it. Like, here's our window. So it's, it's exciting, man. Sucks that there's no fans, and obviously it would be would have been cool to go down to like that square there and watch the game, but but it is what it is. Can we swear on this, by the way? Is that allowed? Like absolutely, that shit? absolutely. Nice. Okay, just want to make sure you know what uh, what goes and what doesn't. Oh yeah, you're allowed to swear, Scott. Nice. You look pretty excited. <laughs> Wearing like, a Toronto <laughs> Raptor shirt. Uh, hey, it's uh, it's the life of a Leaf fan. I'm I'm about I'm at a ten, but I'm also at a six. Uh, so what we're, what we're going to do with this podcast is we're not just going to go through each round, uh, and match up and, and say, oh, like, here's everyone's pick. What we're going to do is try and have our own matchups. So for example, if Eli believes Toronto is going to win against Montreal and, and, and Scott thinks Montreal is going to win, I'm going to put them together, give them one minute to make their case then it kind of opens up. They could, they could start screaming at each other. Other guys could jump in, say they're, they're, you know, one person's an idiot or not. Um, and they don't know, they don't know who they're facing. So it's going to be impromptu and spontaneous, uh, which is, which should be good. We want to hear as many hot takes and just absolute, absolute trashing of the other person's opinions as possible. I mean, we're a group who likes to debate and argue. So let's bring it all out, boys. Fucking A. Sounds good. All right. So just to get the blood flowing, a little bit of a, a pre-warm up, Carolina, Nashville. We have one of the best teams in the league, which is the Carolina Hurricanes, led by Rob Brendamore. Absolutely killed it this year. And you have Nash the Nashville Predators, who only like a month or so ago looked like they were completely out of the playoffs, and they staged a miraculous comeback, uh, largely on the back of, of Finnish goalie UC Saros. So... We actually had a absolute consensus on this. This is why this was the warm up. Every single person oh, here nice. said Hurricanes in five. Oh wow! Good job, yeah. boys. Wow, I hey, want to see even the number of games. Yeah, I want to see Corey. You could begin. Anything more to say here? Like, I feel personally that if the Canes goaltending falters, Mrazek and that the Preds could make a little bit of a push. But you guys are all pretty confident they're going to sweep it. Not in four, but just pummel a, a gentleman's sweep. Yeah. Yeah. Like if Mirazic goes down, well, he was down all year and they carried themselves pretty well with that Reimer. And I'm not even going to try this guy. Oh, Corey year. with names is the best. Oh, That's why he's Don Cherry. Like, oh, Le I think John Cherry. Oh, man. I can, Lejekov, like, I don't know, man. It's a, the, the other guy. 
Carolina. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. If Mrazek goes down, I don't, I don't even think it's a big blow to them. Like, they're running three starters, and I feel like all the contenders this year did that kind of strategy. Like, even if your third guy has to play a game just to, you know, who knows what happens in the, in the playoffs, right? It's, I feel like they're, they're going to be all right there. And unless Saros can steal four games, I don't think Nashville even stands a chance in this one. Yeah, and a chat full of Leaf fans. We know we can trust James Reimer in the playoffs. Am I yeah. right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I agree with Corey. The only, the only way Nashville's getting out of this thing is if Saros puts on an absolute clinic. And, and he, you know, to his credit, it's an amazing season, but it's, it's just not enough to compete against a way better, way deeper team. Corey, I'm surprised you didn't say the Preds uh, are going to win just so you didn't have to pronounce any of the Carolina players. I mean, they have like what? Sneshnikov oh, and Mirider. Sneshnikov. Uh, yeah. yeah, those aren't too. Those aren't too bad though. The, the guy in Nashville, the uh, Toivillen or Toivillen. His first name is it just Eli? Like, yeah. <laughs> or is it pronounced a, a certain? I don't. Name I don't there? think so. I, I wish. Otherwise, I'd be Nashville all the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, why, what does that second E in his name do? Like, I don't get that. That's a that's a tricky one though. <laughs> kind of was right. trying to stay away from that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you heard it here. Hurricanes and five across the board. They're poised to make a pretty deep run. So all the best to them. Too bad there wouldn't be fans in this in this one actually. Eh? Full full arenas. Mm-hmm both have crazy fan bases that'd be that'd be awesome yeah, some it's definitely yeah. alters yeah true there, there will be some hey biden no masks because you're vaccinated let's go anyways yeah. Yeah. Next. carolina and uh, nashville having crazy fan bases is not something you would have heard like 15 years ago those are the teams that all the crusty old canadian guys were saying should move <laughs> yeah probably including Corey. no I, i've always been a fan of maybe carolina yeah back in the day when they were getting like what eight thousand for a for a big game but nashville was nashville's always had a fun time there i've, yeah. I've been to a game there it's honestly it makes a leaf game look boring i mean that's not hard because uh-huh. it's all a bunch, a bunch of suits but anyways Back. next one this is our first real matchup i'm excited for this florida panthers versus tampa bay lightning uh-huh. is the first matchup between the two florida teams oh eli's donning the panthers hat <laughs> oh no this is the first no, no, matchup yes. Of all time between Florida and Tampa Bay, interstate rivals. Tampa Bay are the defending Stanley Cup champions, and they've done pretty well this year, sliding a little bit of late, but they're getting two of their best players in Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos back right in time for the playoffs, which could be a complete game changer. So this one was really interesting because we had Eli, Corey, and Scott both choosing Panthers in seven and Paul choosing the lightning and wow. six. Yeah. I'm surprised because I think consensus is, is to go with the former Stanley cup champions. So I'm going to pick Eli because he's a big Panthers fan against Paul. Let's go. Eli, you're first. Let's do this. All right. Um, I mean, I see why you'd pick Tampa, Paul. It's not like a stupid argument. Tampa's an amazing team. I love their roster. I picked too nice, too nice. Year. Let's go turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you got to look at this. Yeah. St- Stamkos is you know, he, he's coming back. Kucherov's coming back. Like, we're just kind of assuming that they're going to be back at 100%. I don't think that happens. They're going to be rusty. They're going to be kind of shitty. Hedman is had, had a really off, up and down kind of season, and he's shaking off something too. Panthers have Barkov. They've got Huberto, like super underrated players, such a deep lineup. The new addition, like Sam Bennett's been going off. And Tampa's going to start against a goalie who, like, some people don't like, Bobrovsky. He's overpaid and whatever at this stage in his career. But he faced down this Tampa team, what, like two or three years ago on Columbus and completely upset them, swept those guys. So I'm loving my odds here as a, as a Florida fan. I respect Tampa, but uh, I think the Panthers are going to squeeze this one out. Yeah, I mean, respect to the Panthers this year. They're, they're such a sad, sad franchise that, you know, <laughs> final, finally they're having some success. Like, fuck, for God's sakes, it's about time. But um, Don't know what you're talking about. 1996 I, I just, is a great year. Yeah, yeah, first year. Is that year. the year of the rats or whatever? Yeah, the, the, year, the year of the rat. The, the Panthers' most iconic moment involves killing an animal. Very there cool. you go, there you go. It's just, just a sad, sad. That's very Florida. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was just about to say, that's very Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, they had a great year. So, you know, you got to give respect to them and they're going to keep it close. But I just think Tampa Bay is bringing experience and any depth that the Panthers have is matched and then likely exceeded by the depth that Tampa Bay has. Now, goaltending in, in, for Tampa Bay, 
I would say goaltending exceeds what the Panthers have. Uh, Vasilevsky's top notch, no doubt about that. Sure, Stammer and uh, Kucherov are coming back, and there's question marks there. But you know, Stamkos came back what seventy percent, maybe last year, and ripped a, a bar down goal twenty seconds into his start. I'm not worried about him coming back and 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 fitting right in the lineup. So. I think he's an X factor in a good way and, and not a question mark. And I think Tampa doesn't have an easy time with this one, but uh, they'll, they'll finish in six and people will be surprised that the Panthers didn't push him harder. I think there's going to be a nasty series too, like battle of Florida. These two teams don't like each other. I don't know. I'm sure you guys haven't seen their like regular season games, but uh, there's no, no love loss between those guys. Um, no, no. I, I mean, thought it was look at guys like, like Braden point, Andre Palat, like, who were these guys three, four years ago, right? And and they're stepping into the lineup and just incredible players stepping in the leadership void that Stamkos and is is leaving and they haven't missed a beat, right? And you getting these guys back, they're just going to be exceptional again in the playoffs and they're going to be hard to beat all the way throughout, in my opinion. So yeah, Corey and Scott have to say, yeah, I'm I'm surprised you guys were on uh, my, on my side here. I thought I was totally going to get ganged up on on this one. No. no, man, I, I go back to that, the, the goalie thing right now. Like, if Vasilevsky goes down, like, McElhinney carrying that team, like, Florida is no joke offensively. So, that's what I went to with pretty much every matchup here. Like, offensively, they're both kind of powerhouses. Obviously, if Kucherov comes back, that's huge. And if he's at his pace that he's normally at off the get-go, that's a massive player. That's like getting a trade deadline player right before playoffs. Like, that's yeah. huge. But if, if Vashlevsky goes down, like, McElhinney going to take them to the cup? Like, who is their third there? I don't even know who their third in Tampa is. Uh, I'm not sure either, and actually. With their cap issues, I doubt it's anyone of significance. Gibson. Gibson. He played two games earlier. Oh, Christopher Gibson, yeah. Honestly, it's, if it wasn't for uh, Ekblad going down, mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would have Florida in five, maybe. Wow. Whoa. I think, uh, yeah, Eki was – Well, they uh, took – they took the series, uh, season series, five, two, and one. That that's a huge factor. And then mm-hmm. I mean, you add in the last few games that have been absolute mayhem. These teams really grew to hate each other. And then you got a really beat up Tampa team. I don't like. I don't care if Kucherov, Samkos, they're coming back. Kucherov hasn't played in a year. Samkos is coming back hurt. Hedman's been bashed up. He's getting surgery after the season. Point had not a disappointing year, but I don't know. He uh, he kind of fell off. I had him on my fantasy and I wanted to kill him, man. Like he would go two goals, two assists in a game and then nothing for four. I don't know. I think, I think if, if Tampa wins, I wouldn't be overly surprised, but I think Vaz Mm. steals it. If they, yeah, I'm surprised you guys haven't talked about Bobrovsky. Who's being absolutely atrocious in the playoffs for the the last, the last two and, and not even great in the season. Like he's going to be the starter, but he must have a short leash and Drieger. Yeah. They have Drieger. He's, he's solid. I mean, they even have, uh, Spencer Knight. Yeah, he's, he's a stud. Beat right now. Sick. Yeah, Knight's been playing really well. They kind of have that Carolina trio. Not, not as good, but they have options. Yeah, like and, th- and this will probably come up with, uh, like, Fleury and some of these guys. But, like, narratives about goalies not winning in the playoffs, they, they rise and fall all the time. Everyone used to say that about Fleury before he became this, like, playoff performer again. He, he won the cup with Pittsburgh. Then he had a bunch of shit years, and then he was great again. So yeah, I don't just because he was, you know, he's not Bobrovsky's had a rough couple of years doesn't mean he can't get back to form. And that's fair. So big a little bit big first surprise of the night. Florida is chosen by three of the guys and Tampa only one. So three of you guys could look like absolute fools in a few short <laughs> weeks. So we'll see. All right. Let me, let me let me even double down on this. I wouldn't be shocked whatsoever if Florida makes the finals. Oh Love my it. god. Love oh it. wow. <laughs> Hot take they, alert. They're a wagon. <laughs> Their depth is unbelievable. They're a wagon. Man, I wish I was co- as confident as you. Carolina's had their number this year. I think they're just going to get like, you know, taken out in four or five if they make it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, we're holding you to that, Scott. You're confident. You're confident. I'm I'm confident, but uh Let's... Double you double down. You pretty much push <laughs> your pot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a double down. I'm not taking it back. Love it. Nice. KFC double down. No. No free ads. 
Jesus, copyright infringe there. Jeez. Speaking of copyright infringe, we're going to the Scotiabank North Division. Uh, <laughs> good transition. Nice. That was good. This is the Canadian Division, and boy, do we have some tasty matchups. Well, actually, only one tasty matchup. I want to chirp a few of you guys here. Corey and Paul, you have the Oilers winning in seven against the Winnipeg Jets. This is an Edmonton Oilers team with the best player in the world, Connor McJesus, and maybe the second best player, German stud Leon Dreisaitl, with uh, Mike Smith, old bastard in net, playing out of his mind, and Darnell Nurse picking it up on the blue line. And then Eli and, and Scott, you got Oilers in five and six. I mean, I'm, I'm still even a little surprised about the six. Man, I, I was going to go Jets, Corey, so I'm surprised it, all of us went Edmonton. Corey, explain yourself. This is ridiculous. Oilers in seven, where are you getting this? I, I was going to go Jets, man. Explain. Like, look, name the name the bottom name the bottom six of freaking Edmonton. It's the playoffs here. Name the top it's, it's two of Edmonton. That's all that matters, baby. Yeah, you shut them down and you put a game plan. What we had Mitch Marner and our, our yeah Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews the last freaking three years in the playoffs and they got shut down, and they're they're studs. Like it's playoff hockey, man. It's completely different. And then it, the Jets top six. You have Ehlers, you have Connor, you have Shifley, you have Wheeler, you have Stasny, and you have Pierre-Luc Dubois. You remember what he did to us last year? Crash. Columbus had no no business beating us, and he played his freaking bag off and took us out. So if he finds his gear and, and these guys get going, and then you have a, the, the freaking Vesna winner in net in Hellebeck if he catches fire. Like, I don't know, man. I was surprised that we were all Edmonton there. I thought someone was going to go Jets. I, I was expecting I, I, to see, yeah, like, sorry. On, I'm Corey. I was leaning. I was leaning Jets too there for a bit. I, I agree 100. Their top six is is phenomenal. The goaltending is obviously top class. And and Edmonton, you shut down two guys and they have nothing. nothing. I mean, yeah, I think the Jets is a they're better like top to bottom lineup for sure. I I, I actually picked Edmonton so strongly just because uh, the season series uh, Edmonton was like it kind of had Winnipeg's number this uh, this season. But I think, uh, Chris, you're the most hardcore on this, but you're the James Duffy of the panel, and you don't matter. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll keep my mouth shut, but I, I'm surprised. I I mean, even the fact that now Corey and Paul are even leaning to the Jets, and, and they probably yeah, – you, you guys probably just got cold feet because you didn't want to sound like idiots when Edmonton fucking sweeps. No, no not, not at all. Like, you got to think of the Jets' season, man. Look what they dealt with at the beginning with line A. That was a joke. They get Pierre-Luc Dubois because our country's a fucking mess. The, he has to sit out for 14 days. Like, you're in the middle of your season and you have to take a 14-day hiatus and stay in a hotel room. Like, it takes a bit to get back from that. And now, if you notice, they're starting to get going after this losing streak that they were just on. They have all their bodies back. Wheeler's back in the lineup, goes and gets four points. They're geared up for the playoffs and they're built for the playoffs. They're like the Boston right now of our division up here. Like I'm worried that if they beat if the Jets beat Edmonton and we face them, we're just right back in the same Boston situation. Big group team that like look what they did on D, man. They picked up Derek Forbert. I know it's not a huge, huge name. Like many people probably don't know who he is, but he's a big shutdown defenseman, plays gritty. Like you, if you're a star player and you have that guy on you nonstop giving you jabs for well, you guys think four games, which is fucking absurd, but if you have him for five, <laughs> six, seven games pounding down on you. McDavid drive saddle again with the injury thing. Long season or short season, large amount of games. They go down. Who's gonna? James Neal is gonna randomly turn it on and, and get you 15 goals in the playoffs. Yeah, not gonna happen. Like they're all right. built. All their eggs are in one basket. Two Let's baskets. Hear Let's hear it, Scott. It's yeah, two baskets. It's true. <laughs> Corey makes great points. I I see Thanks, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, grapes. Let's hey, throw it down. Uh, I just, I, I don't, I don't pick hockey based on ridiculous hypotheticals. If yeah, if McDavid and Drysdale go down, yeah, they're pooched. But yeah, it's not just go down. It's they got to keep performing. If they go half clip, they're still absolutely buzzing. And like Eli said in the season series, I think that's like the biggest disparity of two teams of all playoff matchups. Like they just smacked them. They had their number. Hellebuck is a heck of a goalie, but I mean, he's not even close to in the conversation to repeat his Vesna. His game isn't that at that level right now. And the top six is to me, it's it's good, but it's overblown. It's overblown to me. 
Can we all just acknowledge that That's... Connor McDavid's the best hockey player you've ever seen? Oh yeah, yeah I'd tug him. Yeah. I know I'd tug him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like it's just it's another planet. It's insane. I, I wish he was. Uh... Anyone who's on the fence just doesn't even realize what we're privileged to right now well that's why i wish he wasn't i wish he was in our time zone toronto center of the universe you know but he's uh, he's he's in his own time zone he's that good man that's true that's true (laughs) yeah he's in his own orbit i'm still i'm still bummed out that he's in edmonton honestly but of course it's a treat it's a treat to watch him well he's a first round draft pick he's bound to go to edmonton (laughs) exactly edmonton or unless you're pittsburgh yeah unless you're pittsburgh and you win fucking the seven numbers fit you win the lottery yeah spe- all right speaking of pittsburgh let's jump to the east division we had another consensus here the pittsburgh penguins versus the new york islanders i found this a little bit interesting obviously pittsburgh after the hiring of brian burke and ron hextall in their front office they've gone on a run and it looks like they're they're trying to milk the core of crosby malkin and, and friends for all of it's got and it's looking like it could work because they're they're absolutely amazing you can never count a team that has crosby out i'm surprised Corey. uh isn't wearing his jersey right now, but it's probably a bit crusty and in the corner. <laughs> but I wondered if you You're guys, so <laughs> I wondered if you guys all chose Pittsburgh because you you absolutely hate the scumbag Islanders because there's a lot of hate with the Islanders, both yep. how they play and just you know their fan base and and what, how they treated John Tavares. So me and Corey got after this one night, scumbag Islanders. Did you? All right, let's hear yeah, it. Yeah. Well, fuck, man. Like you guys. I- Obviously, they're mad. Like, of course, they're going to be fucking pissed. Their their captain went and left them and said, "Peace, I'm out of here." When they rebuilt the team for him, I'd be fucking pissed if I was a fan too. That's like if Matthews goes to Arizona for one more year of almost winning a cup and he takes off to Arizona. You're going to be thrilled. You're going to clap and welcome him back and be like, "Hey, how's it going, buddy?" No, you're going to be fucking livid if he does that. Circumstantial. I certainly certainly wouldn't be throwing plastic toys at him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Americans are fucked like that. Of course, it's gonna go. It's gonna go to the next level down there. It seems pretty unique to the island, though. Like those, the, the New Yorkers from the island are like that's not out of their character, right? They're they're passionate. Yeah, man. People booed Sundin when he came back bad. Like, yeah, you don't remember that's that? true. That's of true. Course. Like, but- the fuck, man. And he and he said to the organization, "Hey, bring in guys. Let's go for this." And they didn't do it. So, and screw that, man. There's no way that if if you're a New York Islanders fan, you're going to be like, oh, thanks for your time here, man. And when we were almost close enough to get a cup, you bailed. No hard feelings. Hey, I'm, cool. I'm, I'm all good with that. I'm all good with booing, doing what you want. Like, if you want it, that's fine. That's just natural. But when they did the, tri- the video tribute to him, it was relentless towards him. Whereas Sundin, he got a standing ovation. Yeah. I yep. that. Paul, you have that's a hatred true. for the Islanders. Let's hear it, buddy. Yeah, I mean... Just total scumbags. They're calling this guy a rat. <laughs> They're throwing jerseys on the ice, you know, crossing out his numbers and shit. That's disrespectful. Brutal. This guy gave 10 years of his career in, in that fucking shithole. Come on. Like, you got to respect the guy for what he did. And he he told them the same stuff, too. He said, bring bring a goalie in. Bring better players. Yeah, they, brought, they brought two of the best goalies in. They, didn't, they, didn't, do it, they didn't do it enough. He would have stayed. And that contract year, he would have signed. And and they made it clear that they weren't going to do it. I guess. Honest Grace and Robin Leonard, those were those weren't hot tickets at the time. No, no, they were not. I, Look I'm, what happened that year, though, when they were when they were there. Yeah, he, but did, he didn't know. Leonard, no one knew Leonard that was going to happen. No, nobody, nobody saw that coming. They got though. the best coach in the world, in my yeah. opinion, and yeah, a lot of their players progressed. It was just a perfect storm. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I hate I hate the scumbag Islanders too. I picked against them every single year for the last couple of years. I keep being wrong, and I don't fucking care. I will pick against them in every first round. Um, that's just the way it should be. Um, I, the Tavar, I agree with you guys on Tavares stuff. The part that bugs me more about them is just the way that that team plays hockey. It's just not entertaining. It's it's. I love Barzal. He's sick. Pleasure to watch, but that's about it. Like it's not it's not a fun team to watch. No, it's boring. They, yeah, they... yeah. I think in a I think in a series like they don't stand much of a chance against Pittsburgh. I think every year I've been saying this for probably like three years now, where I think this is the year that Pittsburgh finally drops off and they just had a, a tremendous regular season. Like they just look like a complete team, an absolute force. Similar to how Scott said, I wouldn't be surprised if Florida's in the finals. I'm not going to be surprised if Pittsburgh's in the finals. They look, wow. Oh, wow. They look terrific. That was actually, that was actually going to be my cup pick and Crosby, my con smite, but I knew Chris would just, 
fucking the comment earlier about the jersey in the corner being crusty like i that would have been just a sword stabbing me consistently just sit I, on it that, so. I was wondering who your cup pick would be between the leafs and the pits and the penguins but we'll get to that later <laughs> i don't yeah i don't i don't know if Corey's gonna choose uh toronto but all right so consensus pittsburgh is gonna clean up the scumbag islanders potentially go all the way to the finals and uh it's a good team i think they've had enough success i'm kind of like this egalitarian hockey fan if if a team's won a, a lot like i kind of want other teams to to win so i think they've won enough they've won back-to-back cups in, in 16 and uh, 17 so they've had enough winning it's time for someone else to, to, to win all right well we didn't have a disagreement on <laughs> who was going to win the series but we had a disagreement on uh, on the fan base so let's let's go to let's go to one that's going to be pretty easy actually so we're assuming Colorado is going to face the same Colorado avalanche is going to face the St. Louis blues. Uh, it's actually not set in stone yet. We're going to find out after tonight, but assuming Colorado wins, they're going to face St. Louis either way. Everyone chose Colorado to win. They are an incredible team um, led by Nathan McKinnon, one, one of the best players in the league and, and captain Gabriel Landeskog and, and goalie Grubauer. So we got a sweep from Eli and Paul. Corey said five and Scott said in six. So I, I, we're thinking Colorado, no matter who they face, they're going through, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. McKinnon's a, a young Crosby right now. A guy like watching that guy is the wizardry, man. That guy's hairy out there. It's, it's, it's nuts. Like just watching him. It's, it's like almost McDavid level, but not quite. That's my take on it. And it's just, he's so dominant. And then you add in Ranton and you add in, Landis Cog, you add in the grid of Caudry, their D are just Makar is another smooth skating. Like that guy's jukes at the blue line, man. I would hate to be a winger. Scott, you barely used to go out and block shots. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> that guy would even head fake you back. Yeah, like, you can't block shots when you're cherry picking at the blue line. I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah, how are you going to block shots? Like Scott was always <laughs> just circling yeah, the, that was, the that was kind of a. I just, wanted, a joke I was just trying to get my, my teeth uh, hit well. <laughs> yeah, I always got a little nervous in that when Scott's on. I'm like, oh, fuck, no back checking here. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm a penalty. It's like a penalty. Yeah, you know, it's a five on four and going every time. <laughs> yeah, for so sure. I was always confused. I'd look up at the board and be like, oh, timekeeper forgot to put the penalty up again. <laughs> hey, fuck. Hey, puberty was tough. <laughs> Uh, quick digression. What do you, what do we think about the Colorado Avalanche's blue pants? It's a new little, it's a new look for this year. I like it. I love it. Yeah. I like it. Should have went maroon buckets though. There's a little bit too much blue because they have the blue pants and buckets. Have they ever done maroon buckets? I don't think so. No, they always have. Not that I recall. Yeah. Now that, now that they've changed, I'm like, why did they have black for so long? It's ugly as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Can we yeah, agree poop- that those uh, Vegas golden buckets are trash? Oh, my oh. God. I cannot stand oh my those God, things. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> like, right, I, thought, I thought there'd be some hot take artist here who liked them. No. no I, I, they didn't even like them. I give yeah, them true. kudos for having the guts to do it. Okay, we're yeah, on our yeah. three last series here. Two are going to be... We're going to go in uh, ascending order from, from boring, kind of. Not boring like to watch, but everyone had a consensus to another one where everyone had a consensus, but I'm a little bit shocked uh, on, on one of them. And then to potentially the juiciest of the juice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to start with Boston, Washington. Everyone said Boston. I'm surprised. I know Corey hates Ovechkin, but I was a little shocked. <laughs> I was a little shocked. Corey, why do you think Boston's going to take it? I man, you add Taylor Hall to that already. Those top three of Marchand, Bergeron, and Pasternak. That I don't understand how that trade happened and how it, the salary cap works this year, where they were able to get him. But that is just a ridiculous, ridiculous add. And I don't know, Washington. Washington's that team that is always around, though. So it's like they always make shit interesting. So this one's I don't know. It's a toss up. What did I say it was going seven? Or did I did I say seven on it? I don't even know. But I think it's going to go 6-7, and I just picked Boston because of experience, and, you know, Rask is unreal. And then you you got a decent decor. I know they lost Chara, which is huge, because in the playoffs, that guy gets away with murder, and it's going to be interesting to see him going against his old teammates and see if he's a little shit, or I should say big shit he's always been. 
but uh, I think in the NHL they turn that switch off of friend and foe right away, and he's yeah. gonna freaking, oh, for sure. yeah, he's gonna just be a little past like he is, and he's on the third pairing, man. Like him and Nick Jensen on the third pairing for Washington is that's an unbelievable third pairing to have in the playoffs. So it's not gonna be easy for Boston, obviously, but that's why I took him. Just that Taylor Hall effect. Who knows? Maybe he comes out of his curse and and can actually do it this time. Yeah. I have a, I have a quote from Corey asking, uh, this is back at the trade deadline, asking if Toronto should get Taylor Hall. And his quote was, fuck no, that guy's cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what I mean. It's curse, man. But as a Canucks fan in 2011, like I fucking hate the Bruins. I, I think I've picked against them almost every opportunity I can, like the scumbag Islanders, but this year they're just too good. Uh, I'm with Corey for pretty much everything he said. And I love the hall edition. It's been nice to see him go off. And, uh, I really like Washington. I actually love that team and I like some of the additions uh, they made, but I don't trust their goaltending at all. Um, And they just haven't really been the same since that cup year. Yeah. And Eli, just to add that Taylor Hall, it reminds me of Kessel going to the Penguins. Mm -hmm. It's just a pure goal scorer. And and of course, Kessel had his, you know, he goes to teams, gets tons of goals. He comes at least gets tons of goals, but you wouldn't think he's a, He's a playoff leader to lead your team, but you add him to that core of Pittsburgh and look what he did. I think that's the same thing we're going to see out of Hall with this core in Boston. Yeah, it's like your best supporting actor. Yeah, exactly. Good reference. I like that. I like that. I flipped back and forth between Washington. I think this will be like the closest, like maybe the most hate-filled. There is a lot of nastiness going on between these teams during the regular season. Um. But yeah, I don't know. At the end of the day, like Rask has started to really pick up his game. We all know what he's capable of doing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's, it's, for sure. I want to. There, there's something. There's oh. something to say about Washington went through so much shit to finally win, and it's just like the monkeys off their back, and they don't have that same drive. I don't yeah, know. Maybe like that could be no, ridiculous. I, I, and, I agree there. But I don't know. Ovi's been. Ovi's been kind of on and off. He's been a bit of a twat throughout the year. The, the whole team kind of went through a lot. Yeah, I don't know. With Bruins fans, you mentioned uh, Rask, Scott. Like, I don't, I don't know what's up with Bruin fans and Rask. They don't like the guy at all, even though he's been consistently one of the best goalies for the past like decade. I don't know what more they want. Bruins fans are really, yeah, they're like the New York, they're, they're like New York Islanders fans, like yeah. pretty much scum. They probably are still bitter that he took the he didn't come play last year. Remember, he, yeah, he, uh, he opted yeah. out after a couple. Was it after a couple games, Chris? Was yeah. it right away? No, it was after a few games, and I think yeah, he was like, "Got to go deal so. with family stuff." So they probably took that as like, "Oh my god, this guy is he's a traitor." They just, I don't know. They just, if you're not a Vesna winner, you don't belong here, kind of thing. He did win a Vesna. Yeah. I know, but that was like what one in. 10, I don't know. Yeah, they, they miss Tim Thomas, right? Like, Tim Thomas is such a Boston kind of guy. Yeah, that's, fiery. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Apparently, Rask just drops nasty bombs away. <laughs> really? Yeah. Stinky bombs. He looks like yeah, a yeah. fucking serial killer weirdo, eh? Like, he just has that look to him. Looks like that guy from that me show or that you show. Have you guys ever seen that? <laughs> no. Oh, I, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. You are fucking out in left field there. And me and Scott, it's like a chick show i mean it's got right oh yeah fucking show yeah <laughs> oh man well what's it called you said no me. i think it's called you right you so, i don't know i don't it's get you. that into it it's you not yeah, you it's but like a stalker <laughs> like this guy stalks girl i don't know it's fucked up but i watched his first season and then got hooked so give it a give it a go oh yeah, you're not selling it well. Uh, a show about a guy who stalks girls. <laughs> yeah, well, play. That's part of how do you sell that? I don't know. It's it's actually, it's, it's actually a documentary. Show, but it's the biography of Corey. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, whether whether it's uh, NHL goalies or high school goalies, goalies are always serial killers. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and weird as fuck. Um, yeah, <laughs> and drop bad bombs. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, couple things uh, consistent yeah. here between you and Rask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's bullshit, first of all. All right, we are moving to the series that is exciting us the most. When's the the Toronto Maple Leafs are facing the Montreal Canadiens? We have That's wished so for this for many years. I think it was uh, I heard something on the radio. When's the last seventies or something like nineteen seventy nine or some shit? Yeah, like, it was a long, long time ago biggest crime here is that it took so long the second biggest crime 
is that there can't be fans in the stands because that would have been raucous. My God. No, I've, I've been in the, the building in those Boston series, the last two of them. And it was crazy then. So I can only imagine what the Habs would have been like in the ACC. Or the Bell playoffs, Center for that matter. Fuck. Yeah, like the Bell Center would have been fucking 10 times better than the ACC, man. Like there's times in the playoffs at, sure. at the ACC or sorry, Scotiabank, whatever it's called now, where you're like, okay, is this even a playoff game? Like the fans are like, if they don't score a goal every single shift, it's like, oh my God, they suck. So it's, it's yeah, brutal, it's but uh, in Montreal, it would have been freaking unreal. All right. So here, here's the thing. Every, there was consensus. Everyone said Toronto's going to win, but I'm putting up Eli versus Scott here. Okay. Eli, he notoriously detests any sick young players who show an ounce <laughs> of personality <laughs> and he chose, and he chose Toronto in seven. Oh, Scott, you went, you went Leafs in five. Uh, which is definitely what I would lean towards. Paul and Corey went in six. So Eli, start off. Tell me why, tell us why you think it's going to be a more difficult series than everyone else thinks. Scott, you'll come in with a rebuttal. Right. Yeah, the, the guy whose favorite player is Roberto Luongo hates NHL players' personality. Get, get out of here. Sorry, I said uh, extremely skilled. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, it wouldn't shock me if Leafs make this easier than I'm predicting. But I just can't, I don't trust Toronto's goaltending whatsoever. Uh, I really like Campbell, like as a person, seems like a great dude, but he has one bad game. You're putting in Anderson and we saw how he looked uh, last night. It looks very shaky and he's coming off an injury. I just don't trust it. The Leafs are obviously the more, like they have the elite talent. They're probably deeper, though it's close. Um, I, I think they're overall better, but you get Carey Price and he's coming off injury too. So we'll see how he looks, but when price is on and you know, in the playoffs, he does turn it on. He's not the best goalie in the world anymore by any stretch, but he's still capable of putting together really dominant stretches. We saw what he did last year in the play-in. If he does that, Toronto's goalies falter. You start having citywide meltdown. The players start feeling the pressure and it's the fucking Leafs. They, you know, I'm not saying they're going to choke this time, but can you really rule this out? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, basically everything what you said in a nutshell, that's the only reason I'm giving the Habs even a single game. <laughs> I think the Leafs have taken their licks over the years. At this point, Campbell has to like put the puck in his own net three times to lose in that. He's, he's starting the first two games, probably three, no matter what. If shit hits the fan, then they'll go to Freddie or maybe even big save, Dave. And he, has, he doesn't look good either, though. Fuck. I mean, jeez. Who, who has behind Campbell though right now? Yeah. But uh, like even who's starting between Price and Allen? Like, do you, are you sure you're going to want to go Price right now? Allen's had better numbers this year. He's healthier. I still assume you're, you're I mean, you're right. I assume they're still going to ride Price to the end here, but and just live and die with him. But, yeah, uh, I mean, for yeah. 10.5 million a year, I guess you have no choice, but um, yeah. I, I, I really just don't think it's close. I mean, even if the Leafs do leafy things, I just, I, <laughs> I, I can't see it. I mean, we're just the Leafs are just so much better in every aspect. Their defense is obviously underrated because it was so bad for so long, and now it's solid as can be. I mean, like we're, we're, I don't see a single spot of the ice where Montreal is better, and they're pretty banged up right now too. Yeah, yeah. Like, Paul, you're, Weber even, Paul, you're Weber you're, even a, you're a big you're a big Leafs boy. Paul, let's hear it. Yeah, huge. What you got? Huge. Um, I've seen every game this season, and years past i've watched always at least like 60 percent of the leaf games so my points of reference are like towards you know where they're coming from and even when you know when they first got Tavares uh two years ago you know he goes off as a 47 goal season you know people are saying these guys are going to take down the bruins and in, in the playoffs you know even in those years I, I i felt shaky because it was like their defense wasn't solid or there were gaps and you knew that leafing was was a high possibility, right? But just like kind of what Scott was saying, defense has looked tremendous this year. Like TJ Brody has settled things down on that top pairing. Hall and Muzzin are a phenomenal three and four pairing. And, and Campbell's been awesome. So I think for the Leafs to lose this, it would be leafing to, to a whole new level. But that, that isn't to say I'm not preparing for that. Like, when you've seen the Leafs as much as I have, I'm expecting a loss, but I don't. I know that's not going to happen. I will eat my Tavares jersey if the Leafs lose this series. 
<laughs> I will literally eat it. <laughs> All at once. Yeah, I don't. I've watched more of the Leafs than any other team this year. Just I don't know. You, watching the Canadian division, my team's in the U.S. I don't really care. Um, but uh, I, th- I think they're amazing. I agree with everything you guys are saying. Like they're deep. They're talented. I have them. If they were playing the Jets, I think they'd sweep. I'm predicting or close to it. Uh, I'm predicting that they sweep the Oilers in the spec the second round, just because I think they're way deeper and Oilers haven't played Toronto well. Montreal is just a weird animal, man. They're not they're not the best team by any means. I don't even think they're the second best team in that division. But there's just a weird psychology there. They play them tight every game, basically. I, I could see this turning badly for the Leafs. I, I hope it doesn't. All right, last word to Corey on this series. Yeah, I, I obviously as a diehard Leaf fan, I'm I'm going Leafs. And honestly, they set up this roster, like I said earlier in this show. This is the year. This is their window. Like, look at their third line, man. Like, you could potentially have Hyman, Kerfoot, and Riley Nash, who pretty much went under the radar that trade pickup. Remember him against Columbus? Remember him against Boston? Like, that guy just was a freaking pest. Plays playoff hockey. Don't expect goals out of him, but expect him to just, like, going back to that McDavid thing and dry saddle, playing him hard. A guy like that just can being a pest on players like that. And what Suzuki and Cole, Cole Caulfield is what Montreal is going to be throwing at us. Like would they even be on our top two lines with how we have it right now? Like our top two lines of Matthews, Marner, you can put Felino there. You can put Thornton there. You can put whoever the hell you want with Matthews and Marner. And then you have Tavares, good old Bill, the goat. And then you can fill that again with Hyman, Mikheyev. You have Simmons, you have that grit and that toughness. Bogosian, you finally built that roster where you're now, tough to play against and before it was kind of like the Leafs going into the playoffs was like all right yeah as soon as it's playoff hockey and it's no longer regular season and you can hold and grab guys and you can do that shit Chara does where you stick in them and you're you're making them wear down now you have a guy where you go hey Bogosian go take care of that hey Simmons hop the board go take care of that like you don't have to fight you just have to make sure like look at Gretzky he played with McSorley his whole career he had McSorley get traded with him to go to LA. He wasn't stupid. He's like, yeah, I, I get the space I get because of players like that. It's not having to fight. It's just be tough and and know that they're not going to get those cheap little jabs that they do at Matthews and Marner. And maybe they'll get that space that they get in the regular season. And if that happens, then it's fucking game over. Like it's Montreal. See, ya, you're not even winning one. Price has to stand on his freaking head. Weber has to come back and be healthy. Petrie has to continue his tear that he was on this season. So, like, a lot of things have to go right for Montreal and just a couple things have to go right for Toronto, I feel. But yeah. as a Leafs fan, that's probably naive. But. It's a good point, though. The Leafs do finally have character. Like, I was watching the game with uh, you guys, Chris and Paul, the, against Columbus last year in the play-in. So embarrassing that Jason Spezza had to be the one to, like, throw the gloves and try <laughs> and put some life into that fucking team. It, it just absolute embarrassment. It's a joke, man. It was the biggest problem for years. Yeah. Yeah, and also I feel like Matthews is just on another level this year. You could see it. He wants to win, and he wants to win on the big stage. So I'm excited. I'm excited to watch for the first time. I'm I'm a little bit more confident as well. So, but it's it's scary, right? Because if they do lose, and especially against their biggest rival, you'll never hear. It's gonna be Montreal fans. We'll never hear the fucking end of it, man. No, I don't. I haven't talked to Paul and Chuck in forever. That guy will definitely message me but it was something stupid, and I'll fucking lose my mind. <laughs> I know, I know. Not going to humor it. Yeah. All right, last series before we get to final picks and, and MVP picks. This one's going to be spicy. Las Vegas Golden Knights entered the league three, four years ago, and they're still incredible after making the finals in their first year. A lot of people have them winning the cup. Uh, the dynamic duo between Marc-Andre Fleury and, and Robin Leonard and Nett just uh, won the William N. Jennings for the lowest amount of goals let in. Uh, looks like Fleury w- might be a, or probably will be a Vesna candidate. The team is just top to bottom stacked and they're facing, they're likely to face the Minnesota Wild who miraculously look completely different than they ever have. They're actually exciting. They have Kirill, the thrill, Kaprizov. They're, they're just generally exciting before they were always kind of middling. So... We have Corey and Paul choosing Vegas in five versus Eli and Scott choosing Minnesota in six or seven. Wow. Boy, Scott. You guys actually Boy. took Minnesota. Crazy. Absolutely. So I want to hear Corey and I want, no, no. I want to hear Eli first because Eli has a take that is just going to make Corey fucking explode. <laughs> I think. I do? I think. Can't wait. Wait, I don't even know my take on this. <laughs> 
All right, I'll, I'll let you fill in the gap here. But uh, man, I love I I for the first time in that franchise's history, I love this Minnesota team. What what fun to watch! Holy shit, uh, Kaprizov has been a pleasure to watch. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, and you look at the season series, and it has not gone well for Vegas at all. And that's one of my, the bigger things I'm looking at this year when these teams have played each other as much as uh, you know as much as they have. Um, I just really like this wild team. They're deeper than they ever were. They're they're better, like younger. Uh, Greenways had a great season, and I, I mentioned this earlier. Uh, everyone loves Mark Andre Fleury. I don't I don't fucking love him in the playoffs necessarily. He's had a, he's had a nice year too. He's had a little career resurgence. I'm happy for him. But this guy choked so many playoff series past all the narratives we spin around goalies. This guy could fall apart easily. He's got Leonard to back him up. But I don't necessarily buy into all this flurry loving, and uh, I think uh, Minnesota's got this one. I, I almost put Minnesota in five. Wow! Wow! That first of all, flurry choking. No, um, <laughs> he was relied upon when even when they Matt Murray won those cups. Flurry, as soon as he had to go in cold, Chris, you know, as a goalie going in cold, add the playoffs, add the Stanley Cup you're freaking you have to you have to really be on and you have to have a mental switch to turn on and he does that every time he's a true pro that's why everyone loves him he he never choked like he never except for that canada game where he flipped it up the middle and it hit <laughs> who did it hit in the world yeah. juniors yeah, no yeah, way. that's a choke yeah but then he goes to vegas and he gets whipping everyone's like oh he's done he's done takes him to the cup final like come on flurry's unbelievable and then you have Robert Leonard backing it up, and you guys are thinking Minnesota in this. I can't even pronounce Minnesota's backup goalie's name. Kapo Kakinen. Move on. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what name? I'm, I'm surprised you pronounced Flurry. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> but, 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 the defense, the defense on Vegas, the speed, the size. Like they're a playoff grit team that can score and skate. Like they're fucking. It's it sucks that Vegas and Colorado have to play each other potentially in the second round because that's a conference final matchup in my mind so that's unfortunate with this new division thing here i didn't even i didn't even write down minnesota's lineup because i'm like i don't even care i think this one's going to be that big of a blowout for vegas yeah so i'm just i pulled up flurry's playoff stats since oh the, here we go the, the year the year he won the cup 908 save percentage he made some very key saves that one on Lidstrom huge saves and huge saves huge saves but still 908 Next year, 891. Next year, 899. 834. 883. 915. 927. And then that's where you start to getting into the career resurgence. But even the previous two years, the last two, 909 and 910. Well, we got to um, look at his. We got to look special. at his season this year, man. He, he's he's a he's the Vezina winner in my mind. That's he's, what I said too, Paul. That's yeah, what I said to Chris earlier today. Taylor Grubauer in my two. Yeah, nine two eight sub sub two goals against average, like. He's playing on his head, and yeah, the team in front of him is, is phenomenal. But he's a part of that. Like you can't detach that, right? So, yeah, his playoff history might not be great, but he's having a career year at 36. And, and career but, but playoff not good. He has three cups. What, what are you talking about? That's what I don't get here. It's the entire. It's like he's he's horrible. No, I'm not he's saying still, he's horrible. But uh, like so he it's still has three cups. Not, not 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 that great. Not not as good as the legend says. In the playoffs, you don't have to be great. You just have to win games. That's all that matters. So, and then you have that in front of them. On top of that, Chris is probably losing it right now because he's thinking about Broder again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, there's many reasons I hate Broder, especially in the playoffs. But um, (laughs) I, I I prefer you know what prize commercials. But yeah, yeah. What's What's difficult for me with Flurry is that I think like up until. This is this is a hot take, maybe or maybe not. But like Corey, you're gonna be pissed. I think if his Vegas resurgence didn't happen, he's not he's not a Hall of Fame goalie. I think he is now. But just those three cups alone don't don't make him an automatic Hall of Fame. Yeah, but isn't he like isn't he top ten and and wins too? Yeah, he's number three. Dude, he's third yeah, overall. Third. Okay, so not Hall of Fame. He have the third most wins. Flurry Flurry's a layout for the Hall of Fame. He's a layout. He is now. Yeah. 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 No, now Man, he's in the he potentially if if they go to freaking uh, here's a hot take if they go to uh, NHL players go to the Olympics he's on my team right now 
He may even be starting. Who do you put in front of him right now? In, it's as true. A I mean, that's a sad yeah, reflection Canada of Canada's goaltending. But you, you're I know, right. It, it is horrible. <laughs> Canada doesn't have great goalies now. We were talking about this it. in one of my fantasy Russia's leagues. Killing it. it's, it's a joke. Yeah, yeah the future the yeah. future's sad. But uh, I agree with Corey. Look at his numbers this year. Who else would you pick? For what? Uh, yeah. He's like fucking, temper he's, temper out in Arizona. You know, like he's a great goalie, but he's on a kind of shitty team. But like, who else is there really? Kind of hot. You're not going to play. Know, gonna trust so that guy. Do. Wouldn't trust him with my fucking grocery list. No. Never mind, uh, the net. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, I'm surprised Scott, you had uh, the wild up on this one as well. Uh, what was, uh, what was your thinking? Yeah, me too. Well, it was, it was the last it was the last matchup I picked, and because all my other picks are inevitably going to be 100% correct, I wanted to do a bit of a hot take. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the basis around it is I I had them just sneaking in the playoffs this year in my regular season picks because I thought their goaltending was going to be a huge issue. Cam Talbot has been really bad the last few years. I didn't know what they were doing bringing him in. He played really well this year. Add in the rookie. That's another duo that you can – it's just it's as a player it's just so nice to like know even if your one a goalie isn't playing up to snuff there's another goalie there and it's just so comforting as a forward or a defenseman to know that you're gonna get that goaltending um where vegas i mean yeah players been great leonard has taken a step back i think this year but yeah and also it was just another wild series pun intended <laughs> um, <laughs> come on we know how that's coming yeah that was a layup <laughs> yeah we should also chirp eli because he he didn't realize what the wild symbol was until like this year i was like last year i didn't thank you thank you honestly i i'm not gonna bash you for that because right now if you put a million dollars in front of me I would have to guess, and I think it's a forest, right? With like the star around it. Yeah. <laughs> it's an animal. No, but you don't see the yeah. animal outline. No, I hold on. I gotta look this up. Yes. I don't know. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, I love it's, it. Yeah, it's not saying it's not saying much that I'm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's a forest. But I'm with you on this. I had no idea. I love it. We can we can patch over our flurry argument. I right thought now the forest. I mutual. thought it was. The, it is a forest. You're not wrong. You can't you can't tell the outline is is like a bear. Oh man, I don't look at that in depth at it. My bad. <laughs> That's not in depth. <laughs> oh yeah, look and his teeth there. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. But no, I knew the forest and the star and the moon. I, I was not there. Yeah, I didn't know the oh, outline. I can't believe this. Logo. My bad. Sorry, stew me. Yeah, Minnesota. It's a, it's, a, it's a bad logo. It's too busy. That's why you can't see the bear clearly. Yeah, fuck. I'm, I can't believe this. To the trees I'm shocked. The shooting star right away. I thought mm-hmm. that's a. A yeah. nod to Minnesota faces, North Stars. It's because it faces right to left, which is really weird. Most logos go left to right. Oh, yeah. That's true. Huh. That's true. That's why I... I anyways, let's get out of the pun business here. <laughs> Fucking shit, shitty shitty logo. Go. I'm kidding. It's actually a really nice logo. I like the logo. But go Vegas. But uh, yeah, if you watch, yeah. if you watch the right. series, it's been like crazy games. It's been... I think there was like three, three of the eight games where one team was up like 4-1 or 5-2 and the other team won. So it's just completely unpredictable. Uh, Minnesota took the season series 5-3. Jeez, I, I don't know. It just, this one's just like a complete toss-up. I, yeah. I, I don't think it's really even an upset. I don't think it's a heavy favorite the other way. I think this is one of the, oh, the sleeper picks for the most entertaining series. There's always the one that like you don't expect is going to be super entertaining and it ends up being the best one. I think that might be this this series. Yeah. yeah, and Minnesota well, has absolutely nothing to lose either. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm writing them off. I'm like, you're out of here. See you later. Might as well just start the Vegas Colorado series in my mind. But yeah, he makes some yeah. makes some valid points there, you too. But I, I just don't think it's gonna happen. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, with that, we're done our series. Let's go do a quick roundtable. Who is your Stanley Cup winner, and who's gonna be the Conn Smythe? Let's start with Polly. Uh, surprise, surprise. I'm going with the Maple Leafs. I believe blue baby. This is the year. I, I said it right at the beginning when I, I, we did our little season doc predictions. And, uh, like I said, they, they've rounded out, man. They, they added grit. They added defense. Uh, Campbell comes in as your one Freddie's your one B if you need Austin Matthews is having a you know phenomenal year. 
Mitch Marner, superstar playmaker in the NHL. That, that second line could be a first line on any other team. Like they're just, they, they've rounded out and they've taken care of their flaws this season and beaten everybody in the division so handily that I think they get out of the division, maybe struggle in that third round. But by the time they get to the cup, they have so much momentum. They've learned to win. They have the guys to carry them there. They're winning the cup this year. And and your consummate winner is going to be awesome, Matthews. No question about it. Beautiful. Scotty. Oh, I fucking hope you're right, Paul. I'd love it. <laughs> I know. Same. Fuck. I'm going Colorado. Colorado this year. They've been just been another team like Tampa has been. Uh, they, they've paid their dues. They've had their ups and downs. I mean, I, I picked Tampa like three years in a row before they finally won it to win it. Yeah. And it's been the same with Colorado now. They're just, I, I don't know. I don't, their blue line is absolutely silly. It's absurd. They literally stole players from other teams to be legitimate defensemen. Bowen Byram, uh, Sam Gerrard. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't like Colorado's depth, but that could be handy in, in a playoff scenario, just barging your way through as, as third and fourth liners do. And then Con Smythe and going Kale McCarr. Wow. Okay. Oh wow. Nice. Nice. All right. That's that's exciting. I, I would love for them to win. They they definitely deserve it. So all right, we got Paul with the Leafs, Scott with the Avs, Eli. Who do you got? I, I've got the Avs too. I, I really believe in these guys. Um I, I I think it's just their year. They're the most dominant team. They're the most skilled. Um and I've got them over taking it over Carolina in the finals. We'll see if that comes true. Um, and uh, for Con Smythe, uh, McKinnon, for all the reasons that uh, we were talking about earlier, Cor- everything Corey was saying, like he is, you know, McDavid's the best player in the world right now, but uh, McKinnon's got to be second. Just watching him is, uh, it's incredible to see he's like a young Sid. And uh, I think this is just going to be his big, like that kind of signature year that every star player has that this one's McKinnon's, I think. Corey? Yeah, well, first, I hope the Leafs obviously win the Cup. Like, that's my personal opinion. But I'm going with Vegas. Uh, it was a, really a coin flip between the Leafs, Vegas, and uh, the Avs. I, I, Eli, I agree with everything you just said there. McKinnon's a beast. Um, and I'm going with I'm going with Flower getting the cons might. Three oh, teams nice. and guys on a coin. I freaking I think he's just gonna <laughs> shut up. <laughs> he's just gonna come out, play lights out. His team's gonna score in front of him. It's gonna be when he has to stand on his head, he's going to, and he's finally gonna get the recognition he deserves, being a, a stud in the league, and everyone loves him. So that's what I think. Hot take, probably. Abs and Vegas. Whoever wins that division, I think wins the cup ultimately. But against the Leafs, um, which I would probably. I would cry, but the way it goes. Yeah, that's my that's my take on it. All right. Well, you heard it from everyone. We got we got two Colorado, one Maple Leafs, and one Vegas. Chris, who who have you got? I just want to say the Leafs, man. I want I want it so yeah, badly. Like, uh, I it's hard to say because this this playoffs it gets reseeded, right? So it's so hard to tell. Right? It's it's so hard to tell. But you know what? I'm gonna go with the Leafs. Let's do this. I'll see boy. you guys at I'll see you guys at the parade that's been planned uh, every October for the past Fuck fifty yeah, something man. years. But um, <laughs> I'll see you guys at the parade. We're taking that week off. We're getting. I, I, like, how bad do we need this? How bad do we need this? Like Ontario's been getting the sandpaper finish from COVID for <laughs> months now. You know, come July, we fucking need this. Absolutely. Yeah, it's. But how much will it will it like uh, the asterisks that people will put on it if it none does none enough of that shit. Man, you don't think so? You don't think no, people no, are no. going to cheer times. Toronto that they win the cup the first time in this long? And you're still not, you still is, have is to anyone, win the season. Is anyone chirping Tampa though? Like no. I you mean, still no, have to win sixteen games, man. Play, no, no. And here's the difference. Here's the difference. We've played only the North Division True. the whole year. This is the first time it's been an isolated season like this whenever it's a shortened season it's still a full league play like man, yeah, i mean Toronto fair. Hasn't played any of the big teams like it's a big factor when you come out of this north division god i'm not on what they do and you go play the colorado the vegas the potential boston the washington whoever comes out of those divisions you're not playing fucking ottawa and calgary and vancouver at covid for a month it's a different different animal that you're going to be approaching Totally, but you still need to win a seven game. You still need to win a seven game series against them. 
and you still have to Yeah, but are you playing win. Montreal? Is Montreal in the playoffs if it's a regular season right now? Yeah, probably not. Like, do you think they – no, they're not. Even Winnipeg, they may not even be in the playoffs if it's a regular season. I'd say probably So, not. like, you got to – yeah, it's, it's tough. Oh, well, no, Winnipeg got the best top six in the league, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's no. – fuck off. <laughs> I didn't say best top six. They have a solid top six. Yeah, well, I'm putting words in your mouth, so just shut up, right? <laughs> Put something else in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well yeah. – with that incredible ending, we are so stoked <laughs> to see the Stanley Cup playoff start. I mean, last year it was a godsend. This year, uh, with the COVID troubles, who knew who knew if it was going to happen when the season started? But we've got it. Uh, we are pumped, and see everyone at the parade. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having us, boys. Fucking a, boys. <laughs>